Hi there, I'm Deb Crow, and I want to welcome you to season four of Imperfect, the heart-centered leadership podcast. This is a podcast where we connect, learn, and laugh together with authentic and courageous leaders from all over the globe. You will learn from leaders you haven't even met yet. You will gain new tools to add to your leadership toolkit because leadership belongs to all of us. It is not measured by stature or title. So please pull up a chair and listen in. This is the Imperfect Heart-Centered Leadership Podcast. Well, here we are. It's the end of August, 2023. And I know I'm feeling it and I know I've said it and I'm talking to a lot of people and everyone's like, where did the summer go? I feel like We get in this mode when we're so close to Labor Day weekend, the first weekend in September. It's the end of August. And for me, it's like September is like New Year's. We're coming off that summer relaxation. I'm going to talk about monk mode because I've been in monk mode all summer and want to talk to you about that. And I just really love the fact that September brings us back to structure. Most of us have taken summer holidays. For those of you with children, you're helping them get ready for their next year of school, whatever grade that may be, elementary, high school, post-secondary, once a mom, always a mom. And I find the first six weeks from the beginning of September to the middle of October to really be that settling in phase for all of us as individuals, as parents, as entrepreneurs, whatever leadership role you have, because leadership belongs to us all. It's not about that title, that stature, that list of role and responsibilities. What discipline and structure are you returning to come September? What are you... What are you yearning for? What are you hoping for? What are your goals for Q4? I know I'm always thinking well into the next year, six to 12 months. And much like CEOs, I don't go too far out. And I think the 10-year vision is really starting to disappear. And I know in working with the global clients that I have right now in the C-suite level, Everybody is honed in on one-year, three-year, five-year, and seven-year tops. It's very interesting that the 10-year has kind of taken a little backseat, if you will. So think about visionary leadership, aka what are your dreams, what are your goals, what are your aspirations, and what do you do to bring them forward? So for me, I love that this summer, I learned a new term, and it was called monk mode. I seen a variety of professionals and colleagues and even a couple of my executive clients. And it made me think of a quote by Daniel J. Siegel that mindfulness has never met a cognition it didn't like. And for those of you who listen to me regularly, you know that I I love everything neuroscience and I always love bridging that gap from a neuroscience term to our everyday life and just putting putting it in layman's terms. So 
I want to ask you today, can you honestly say that you've had the best summer of your life? This summer for me, I can wholeheartedly shout from the rooftops, it's been the best summer of my life. And you're probably thinking, okay, Deb, what what was so great about it? I traveled. I traveled independently for solace and relaxation and reprieve. I traveled with my husband and our family lived together for a whole week, which is awesome when you have children in their 20s. I have one that's still in university and another one that's married with a young granddaughter, Eleanor, and to live together for a whole week and just relax, cook meals together and have fun. I can't even tell you how much joy that was and the memory that is engraved in my heart. So lots of travel, lots of relaxation, working with some phenomenal clients right now. I finished my book, which is coming out in September, and we have a boat. So living on the water, the relaxation, the silence, the sounds of Mother Nature, the solace, those are just a few of the highlights for me. So what was your summer like? I would love to hear. Back to monk mode. I wrote earlier this summer that I decided to adapt and live the summer in monk mode. And I really, really dialed back on social media. I'm diligently, methodically, and mindfully trying to utilize my time where I would usually scroll on different platforms to learn a new skill or read a book. So for those of you new to the term monk mode, It's a term that is often used to describe a lifestyle of extreme simplicity, much like the summer I've had, and really focus on personal development, which is something that I have done my whole life and I will continue to do to evolve and continue to be a heart-centered woman, wife, mother, aunt, friend, entrepreneur, all the hats that I wear. And I'm drawing from this inspiration by being disciplined in monk mode and almost experiencing a minimalist way of life, similar to what the monks do in various traditions. And when we seek this contentment in less from being in monk mode, what a lifestyle to adapt. Being a minimalist, being disciplined, pursuing personal growth, contentment, and the equation, the outcome, the light at the end of the tunnel, inner peace. Hence, best summer of my life. So I've been journaling about the top 10 things that I really have found contentment in over my summer. And I wrote these sitting on my dock while I was meditating, lying on my boat, riding my bike, walking, just those times where equanimity, that mental calmness and focus was top of mind. And I just want to share with you my top 10. So my first one is a daily routine. And I'm not going to start preaching that you got to get up at five and do all kinds of things. Develop a structured routine that works for you. Mine includes meditation, reflection, exercise, and like I said, personal growth. 
And when you stick to the routine that you choose to cultivate, I can assure you, discipline and focus will be right there. The second thing I do, again, most of you know who listen, I'm a yoga teacher, meditation and mindfulness. I practice this daily and I cultivate mindfulness and inner peace, which allows me to have not only contentment in the present moment, but I'm always in a space of equanimity. Third thing, self-reflection. When you can spend time in self-reflection to understand who you are, what are your values, what are your goals, what truly brings you contentment, that is designing your life and aligning your life. And the insights are coming from you, which is super powerful. My fourth point is I disconnected from distractions. Like I said, I dialed back on social media. The amount of time that we spend, we could be learning something new, reading books, really expanding our personal knowledge, which expands our personal growth. So how can you limit your exposure to distractions like social media or even consumerism and change how you utilize time, which is your richest commodity, to activities that will continue to promote personal growth and contentment. Number five, healthy living. Prioritize your physical and mental health. No brainer for me. I eat a healthy diet. I exercise and I am the queen of sleeping. I also really, really love that I am depositing into my healthy body and mine, which are both essential for contentment. Number six, minimalist environment. Oh, this just brings a feeling of ease and peaceful living when you have a clutter-free space. Talk about a contribution to a sense of calm and contentment. Can't say enough about that. Number seven, learning and growth. When you dedicate time to learn, to be a better person, a little bit better than yesterday, reading books, acquiring new skills, engaging in meaningful activities that stimulate your mind and spirit, powerful. Number eight, service and compassion. Being heart-centered is engaging in acts of service with compassion. Helping others is so deeply fulfilling. It will always lead you to a sense of contentment. Number nine, gratitude practice. This is a daily for me. I've done it for decades. Stop and smell the roses. Pause. Appreciate the simple joys and blessings in your life. When you shift that focus from being in lack to what you have, it's powerful. And the last one is silence and solitude. I love being near the water, on the water. It allows me to embrace a lot of time to be silent and solitude to connect with my inner self. This leads to profound insights and a deeper sense of contentment. And all of these things are what I'm talking about in my new book called The Heart-Centered Leadership Playbook, which will be coming out in ebook first. So we will keep you posted on all the details and feeling really great that by the end of September, my labor of love for the last 30 years sitting in my heart, but more importantly, the last year, the discipline and structure that I've had to write this book 
And to see it come to fruition, that is contentment at a level that is immeasurable. So I'm going to ask you to enjoy the rest of your summer. Would love to hear what you're doing. Would love to know if you've had the greatest summer of your life and why. Do you long for contentment? Do you see contentment as something that could be integrated into your everyday life? I'd love to know. And I look forward to being back with you at the end of September for my next solo podcast. And as always, we love that you tune in and listen to our podcast. We love embracing all things imperfection. If you like the show, give us a like, give us a review. We are holding strong on 65 countries with our listenership. And that is something we don't take for for granted. And we love coming back and and interviewing amazing heart-centered leaders from all over the globe. And I love checking in with you at the end of the month. So thanks for your time today. This is Deb Crow. Enjoy the end of summer 2023. And I'll see you next month on my solo podcast at the end of September. Take care and be well. Thanks so much for joining me today on Imperfect, the Heart-Centered Leadership Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the show today and have learned some new tools for your leadership toolkit from our amazing Heart-Centered guest. If you like the show, feel free to give us a rating and a review, and we always welcome your feedback anytime. Looking to master the art of heart? Head over to our website at debcrow.com and watch out for Deb's new book, The Heart-Centered Leadership Playbook, coming in September. 